Modern Mediocrity Podcast. Modern Nights, welcome, welcome, welcome to another amazing episode of Modern Mediocrity Podcast, where I'm your host, Lante. Um, today I have a special guest. She is a second timer. She is smart, funny, bubbly, a lot of pity at times, but she is she is a, an amazing person. This is her second time on the show. Um, I consider her a friend. She is, uh, we've grown a, a great relationship and I, I love her mindset. I have Miss Lean. And I will allow her to um, introduce herself. Would you like to be called Lean or Charlene? Or what would you like me to call you? Because I, I want to, you know, I want to call you what you want me to call you and not just out just on the show, you know. Because I know what I call you outside of the, of the show, you know. I want to, to be, I guess, politically correct if you need me to be. Yeah, so so Lean is, is fine. That's what I uh, go by. I got it tatted on me, so that's what I go by. <laughs> uh, lean, Lean B, Charlene, you know, is what my mom and my daddy call me, my family. Uh, some of them call me Charlene, <laughs> if you're from the country. <laughs> um, but yeah, hi, Modern Nights. Glad to be on. Thank you so much, Monte, for this uh, opportunity to come and speak to your listeners and, and share some of the, the things that um, I've been experiencing since the last time we spoke. Um, I am a, an evolving person right now. Absolutely. So, um, so you know, my, my context uh, and, and conversation may be a little different, but um, it still has an undertone of petty. I'm trying to work <laughs> that out, okay? Uh, but it still has an undertone of petty, but but it's wrapped in a lot of love. So um, I'm excited to, to get going, and uh, this should be fun. This should be fun. So hi, everybody. Hope y'all enjoy. Yeah, so again, uh, Modernize, this episode is called I Want It, uh, But Do I Need It? This episode has been in the making for a while. We were supposed to do this so long ago, but life happened. Everything happened, and so I kind of got back to it, and I, I really wanted this to happen. Um, I guess we were both transitioning. We were both going through a space, and we needed to, uh, you know, it needed to align, and I'm just happy that it did. Um, the reason why I started this was because we always look at our wants and our needs. And sometimes we, can, we can't differentiate between what a want is and what a need. And I wanted to get someone on the show that could help us dive into what a want and what a need is and, and how we can better maneuver in that. So we'll just hop right into it. So, Ms. Lean, how will you define a want and a need for yourself? So defining... Um, I think you got to look at the word define, right? Because right. we all know, you know, wants, needs, but the question is, how do you define it? So to me, defining something means um, what it means to you. What is the right. meaning right. or definition of it for you personally? Right. So right. what I would say, the way that I define a want is um, 
if it's something that I know I can live without. Right, right. But it may still keep coming up and, you know, I may can't shake it immediately, but I know I can live without it. You know, whatever that thing is, I know I can live without it. Um, It keeps coming up. I try to push it away and it keeps coming up. So I know it's a want just because I know I can live without it. Right, Um, Right. That need is something that you can't really live without, right? Right. That that is something that is detrimental. um, And I don't mean in the bad way, but just detrimental for your growth. Like if you don't have it, you won't grow. Right. Um, Something that is important for um, your growth. Again, if you don't have it, you won't grow. So using those terms interchangeably. um, So yeah, I think that it is. Understanding that a want is something that you can live without, and then a need is something that you can't. I I agree with that. I, I think mine is um, my answer is is quite similar. Um, for me, a want, um, a want is something that is just an internal desire that I can, of course, I can live without. But it's just something that's going to please, you know, please my heart's desire, right? And in mm-hmm. and sometimes in a in a shallow way, <laughs> if we're really gonna say it, like sometimes a want wants are shallow. For mm-hmm. me, a lot of times, like shoes, you know, mm-hmm. or a jacket, or you know, a nice tailored suit. You know, that's a want. You don't have to have that. Anything like, that you, you can put on. Yeah, anything <laughs> you can put on. You don't. You don't need it. I got yeah. a whole bunch of clothes, but I, you know, that's my thing. So, um, but a need is something that's that's tailored to your to your future, like for mm. like like water and 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 a place to sleep at night. You know, or or a car if you got a if you got a job that's twenty five miles from your house. I mean, you can Uber every day, but that's going to be costly. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So I think a need is something that is detrimental to your well, not detrimental, but it's it's tailored to your future. It's something yeah. that you you will need in order to get to the next phase of your life. To me, so I want is just something that I I want, or it's mm-hmm. it's it's, a, it's it's tailored to my personal uh, desires for myself. So listening to you talk about what a one is and the need, how do you distinguish from your logic, the difference between those two? Like, okay, well this one, what if this want sometimes feel like a need? How do you differentiate between those two? So I, I was thinking about kind of that uh, question on something similar, um, being able to distinguish or determine um when something is necessary and when something is not. Right, right. Um, and I I really believe that's where discernment comes in. Absolutely. That that's where having the discernment to say, okay, is this a flesh thing? Is this something that my flesh wants? Or is this something that my spirit needs? Absolutely. Um, and so that that is where um uh, discernment comes in I, as as a uh, you know like I said as an evolving person discernment was always a, a, a word that has been in flashing lights kind of I mean if you will like it was right it was always a word that I was like okay I know that that word is important but I don't really understand how to apply it to my life right right and as I've evolved, the word has become more than just 
it, it's it's had more than just one meaning. Right. Um, being able to discern a want from a need. Right. Um, a want is something that your flesh keeps bringing up. Right. It, it's like I said. It, it's that um, that desire of of wanting to look good. That's right. why you want that jacket. Right. Um, the desire of wanting that individual. That's why you keep going over there. Mm. <laughs> the, <laughs> that sounds a little personal. I mean, hey, I'm just, you know, I can't I can't speak on nothing but myself. Uh, the 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 want, you know, and then when you get into need, you realize that it's more about your soul and your spirit when it right. comes to your needs. Like right. what I need, like you referenced earlier, is water and, and shelter. Right. Um, what I need is um, my family, the love of my family and the love of my community. What I need, you know what I'm saying? Th those are simple things. Right. Um, so, so to be able to discern the simple things in life, and that's not to say that wants are bad. I'm not right. saying that if you want it is bad. I mean, if you want it and, and, and it's not hurting anyone, meaning, you know, if you want that jacket and all your bills are paid and you have the money to go do that. Okay. I mean, it's not a bad thing, but have you discerned if there's something else that you're supposed to do with that money first? Right. So between right. just, just really taking a moment to, to think about, I know I can't afford this want, or I know this want keeps coming up, but how, what will it do to me in the future? What what is it? Is it going to pour something into my life? Because I mean, no one ha we don't have time to waste. I don't care if you're 25, 35, 55, you don't have time to waste. So everything that we do in our life, we have to be intentional. Um, and, and in our wants and needs, you should be intentional. That's good. That's really good. Um, and I don't even need to say anything after that, but <laughs> I don't really need to say anything about that. I, the only thing that I was thinking about when you were talking was um, how do I distinguish between what a one is and what a need is? Now I've learned to make my needs simplistic because I it used to be. I think that when I was younger, I I think I mixed the two because I felt like, because when I want something, it's a strong desire for me to have it. And I feel like I deserve it. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like I deserve it. And I feel like, well, if I want it, then I su I'm supposed to have it. And I think that I mixed the two. And now as an adult, I look back and I say, a want is just something that you feel like you deserve. Deservingly or not, it's just, it's something that you feel like you deserve, but a need sometimes is tied to something or someone that serves a purpose that's greater than myself. Yes, that purpose, purpose oh, driven. Man, listen. <laughs> and yeah. so now I'm learning that just because I want it or I have a desire for myself to have it, that doesn't necessarily mean that I need it. Mm -hmm. like I, I, I may I may want this 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 uh suit supply shirt or suit supply jacket, you know, that that accentuates my, my shoes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on with I may, it. I may I may want it. I may want it, and it may, and, and very, very well may, you know, make my suit, make make my whole little, you know, whole little 
come or together. I'm gonna still come together. It may, mm-hmm. you know, it may do what it do. Mm-hmm. But but at the same time, what if God wants me to bless somebody else with something later on down the line? There you go. That, and then, and, like, and that's where that discernment, that discernment exactly, comes in. Exactly. What am I? What else am I supposed to do with this? Exactly. What was this extra that was given to me tied to, right? And, exactly. And then now I'm looking at it like I think that now as an adult, my wants and needs are. I look at it as, even with myself, is your want tied to a selfish a selfish thing? Mm-hmm. Is, is your want selfish? And I think that sometimes, you know, I've been taught that, you know, don't be selfish, don't be selfish. And sometimes you have to be selfish with yourself, with your time, with your resources, with your love. But I also think that sometimes we can do things that's selfish. Like you go and buy an $800 jacket knowing you don't need it. You probably gonna wear it one time for one event and then it just sits in the, in, the, in your closet. Yeah. And, and then what? So because I don't you, like the word selfish. Sorry to cut you off. I don't like the no, word no, selfish. Um, I like to say setting boundaries, mm. right? Um, because a lot of people, whenever, like when you call them selfish or whenever they think of someone that's being selfish, it's a negative, it has a negative connotation to it. Yeah, I get and, it. And, and so I, I don't, I like to say setting boundaries. It's like, you're not being selfish by setting a boundary. And right. what I also hear you say is you have to set boundaries for yourself, Absolutely. Right. So you have to tell yourself, okay, my boundary, I have $800. My boundary is four. I'm going to, I'm going to cut this 800 down the middle and I can spend 400 on, on myself. And then that other 400 is going to go to something that I know, you know what I'm saying? Down the line is going to be needed. And it may not even be needed for you, but because you were conscious enough to, to, in the moment, separate you from your call. Right. It, it, it You made room for all of it, right? So then you walk away with something and then you're able to bless someone else. Absolutely. I mean, what kind of life is that? Like, if we if we only thought about it that way. We, and we don't because I, I think that I think that most of the times when we make a decision, especially if we don't have anybody to care for, that decision yeah. is, is, is solely based on you. And what you desire, hey. it, it, it it doesn't it doesn't go into well how will I affect someone else's life? And I don't think that we even think about that sometimes when we make a decision. How does it affect someone other than me? Even if I'm the one that's making the decision, we don't. We we don't think about that, and I think that we need to. So especially single people, especially and, sing, yeah. single um, people without children and you know i was in that number that that was my that was my uh my call that was my or not my call but that was my life until right. last year and the changes that have come from Ooh. caring for someone <laughs> other than myself uh every day okay let's add that every day because whenever no they are off. under your roof there's no, no days, days off, off. and then and, and then it Go ahead. I'm go ahead. Go ahead. No, and and that that just changes the way you think because now I think more about well, if I do this, how would that affect her? So exactly, exactly like exactly what you're saying. Instead yeah. of before, it was just like, oh, if I want it, I got it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it, and we gonna go with it. Right? We, that whole little listen, song. We'll de- we'll deal with the consequences later. I'm yeah, a- <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do what I. I'm, I'm gonna do what I feel like I need to. And I, I, 
I often talk about it. I say, of course, I don't regret my children at all. I love my kids, but I, mm-hmm. I wish that the way that it happened was different. If that makes sense. Like I wish that I had my children in a setting where I was married. So, yeah. but, and I also wish that like I hadn't had a baby when I was still a baby, but, yeah. but they make you realize what a want and what a need is because every dollar that I have, I think about like, okay, even if, even if I have the money, sometimes if it's something that I want, I was like, you know what? I probably don't need this because this is going to happen. My son uh-huh. is playing football. My son is in wrestling. My baby wants to, he, well, he can't, he can't run track right now and he's in STEM, but I'm like, okay, well they have to do this. And, it, and it's always like a, if I make this decision, how does it affect this, this, or how does it affect that? And I think that's where I learned to put, okay, is it a want or is it a need? Because a need affects more than just me. Mm-hmm. My want sometimes, my want, it affects more than just me. But I think when you want something, when you want something, it puts you in a place where you will do things that will mm-hmm. have an effect on you that's far greater than a need. I can mm-hmm. sacrifice for a need and feel better about myself. But mm-hmm. if I sacrifice for a want, I'm going to feel guilty and bad because I made a decision that was just solely based on me. Mm-hmm. When you know other people are needing or that they're, they're looking for you to exactly supply their need or, or absolutely um, to provide the need for them because they can't do it on their own. Um, and so I tell my teenager all the time, oh, I can't wait till you get a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so listening to what you said earlier, this question goes into that. So does making the decision with your emotions attached to it? <laughs> does it make it different to differentiate differentiate between a want and need when see, your emotions are tied to it see i don't even oh you know i don't like dealing with emotions okay so that is that makes this a loaded question sir okay because emotions are like oh um oh i don't even have the words for emotions but i will say because of the transition in my life and now caring for someone, right. I have to now be mindful of emotions. Oh, right. sorry. I have to now be mindful of emotions um, because she's packed with them. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, I would say does making an, a decision with their emotions attached to it make it different to differentiate between a want and a need? I would say yes. Um, because most of us lead with that emotion. Right. Right. So if you're leading, if that emotion is what's driving your want or your need, it absolutely makes it different, uh, difficult to differentiate the two. It makes it, it makes it difficult to understand if it's a want or a need, True. when there's no emotion tied to it, you can distinguish it easily, right? You know, but if there is an emotional attachment to that want or that need, it absolutely makes it difficult to say it's a want or need. Um, I mean, and I think the easiest example with that would be relationships. Absolutely. Because that's where you have that emotional attachment. And I don't just mean romantic. I mean family. I mean work. Um, I think we we tend to forget that 
those other relationships, th those other uh, associations are relationships too, True. you yeah. know? And so if, if you feel like, you know, you, you need a raise, but speak on it, but, but you never, um, but you never do the things that you need to do to be promoted. Mm. Is that really a need or is that a want? That's a want. Because if it's a need, you're going to do everything that you need to do to reach that goal, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. But if you if you know you're not giving it your all, then you got to understand that's a that's a want. But right. because you understand that more money means I can provide more for my family, you're emotionally attached to that right. raise and you're not realizing that you're not doing everything to accomplish it. So then right. it becomes a want instead of a need right. because everyone knows a need, you're going to do everything that you need to do to accomplish it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think that when we are looking at uh, a situation and our emotions are tied to it, especially if it's a, something that, that tugs at your heartstrings, I've learned over time, it was something that I, I, I always reference my uncle because like I learned a lot of like a lot of who I am today from him. He used to Ooh. always tell me, he said, never, never discipline your children when you're mad. Ooh. And like, and, and and I just thought that it was just about you know like punishment or you know or or discipline being a disciplinarian. And then I thought about that. He said, never, never, never discipline your children when you're mad. Never whip them when you're mad because in that moment you're using your anger and not your logic. Mm -hmm. And 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 like now I start to put that in every other area of my life. And it's like if I'm mad about something, I, I walk away from it. Because I know that anger will lead me or the way I feel about it, my emotions will lead me based on how I feel about it versus me making the decision from a, a place of logic, a logical decision. And I thought about everything in its entirety. Most times when we lead with our emotions, it's just how we feel about it, how we feel about it, not how the other person is going to receive what we're saying and how the other person is going to take what we're saying or even listen to it because our tone is off. Our delivery is whack. <laughs> the way we go to them is whack. Everything is off. Yeah. Everything that is delivery off. is everything. And, and, and everything. And so now I, I've learned that if it's something that I'm I'm really passionate about, or I'm really close to, or it's going to affect me, I'll wait. I I, I learned to wait because because sometimes it's in that waiting when you can see it from a different standpoint. Yes. And you can calm yourself. It's in that waiting when you can see, you know what? Maybe my maybe what I did was wrong, or maybe I didn't want this as bad as I as as, as I said I wanted it. Maybe mm -hmm. this isn't where this isn't the lane that I'm supposed to be in. Mm -hmm. So I think that making a decision with your emotions attached to it, it's attached to it, it sometimes makes it very hard because let's use your example, like a job, right? Mm -hmm. I I know this job doesn't fulfill me, but this job pays my bills. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know this isn't the place that I'm supposed to be in, but Right now, I have children that I got to look out for. So mm -hmm. what do I do in the meantime? Do I use my emotions? Because every day I get up, I don't want to go to work. That's half the workforce. You know? <laughs> That's over half the workforce. We all like, oh, again, it's Monday. Come on. Like, so when, when you make a decision, like based on that, you know what? Like what? So like what you said, what do I do now? To put me in a position where I don't have to go to this job, or I don't have to go to this place, or I don't have to be with this person. Right. I have to do anything that I don't want to do because I'm not led by my emotions. I'm led by my logic. 
Right, 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 right. Yeah. So that's 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 just my take on it. That goes that goes into our next question. We all we all say that, you know, with age comes wisdom. Not always. That's not all in all cases. But as you've aged as a person, how has your mindset shifted, you know, regarding what you want and what lean means? Hmm. So I like how you said aged as a person and not necessarily in um, time. Absolutely. Right? Not necessarily in birthday age, but just aged as a person. Right. Because as you go through time, you're supposed to learn different things right. in different seasons. And so right. that that in turn helps you mature. Right. right. So um, as I've aged, how has my mindset shifted regarding wants and needs? So um, I will say that as I've aged as a person, my needs have become more simplistic. Mm, that's good. That's good. Right? Um, right. The, the things that I crave the most are um, times of, of great clarity, times that I am gaining some type of knowledge to help me, not only me, but to help other people. Right. Um, th- those are the, the times that, that I feel like I need those things because life is so crazy right now. Right. You know, I feel like if, if I can get a word for myself and I can share that word with someone else to help them get through another day, I've done well. Right? right. And so for me, that's a need now because of the state of the world that we live in. Um, like our two, combo two weeks ago. Yeah. And, and two, <laughs> two, year, two years ago, I could care less. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I cared about people, but I wasn't actively seeking the word to impart that not only in my own life, but in other people. And right. and now I am because right. I've seen the severity of the world that we live in right now. Right. Um, so as I've aged, my wants, okay, uh, they've gotten also uh, different. They've changed. They've shifted because as I've aged, I've gained more responsibility. Right. So my wants are now like... <laughs> home decor okay right yeah yeah <laughs> because since i gotta be at home let it be the best place that i can make it right because right. i have to yeah. be at home so now i go buy plants and and things that you know that that i enjoy looking at when i'm sitting at home because now i have a teenager that i gotta sit at home with right like <laughs> the, the, so so the wants are different before my wants were um traveling oh lord i i still want it i still i still have dreams of the beach and the sand and you know cocktails and mimosas and you know i still have that brunch and i still have have that want but it's it's not as important um so my wants have changed as well but that need um that need to share the light and the word with other people has, has really changed as I've aged through life. 
Yeah, that's that's one of the things that that I've been dealing with. I think that as I've matured as a person and as a man, um, my needs. I'm trying to see how I can explain this. My needs now have to make me go back to God. Right. If it if it does not make me feel good about what I did, right, or how I'm doing it. Yeah. Then I don't I don't I don't want it. So that's how I learned to filter my needs and my wants. Like as a person now, my needs are does it bring me love? Does it support where I am as a man and as a person and as a Christian? Does does this bring me strife? Does it bring about confliction? Anything that brings confusion now to me, if it's it, it's it's just a it's it's I do away with it. Mm-hmm. And now, like like as a man, like my wants now are it's tailored toward my children and a future. So mm-hmm. the things that I want now, I I want security. I want safety. And and that's another topic that we need to talk about too. Like me and feeling safe, we we'll get back to that later. <laughs> Ooh, listen, I had a whole word for that because I, I called my mom after watching a show on YouTube yesterday. I said, "Ooh, why we do these men like this in Bad. America? Like why you you when whenever they're young, you tell them don't cry. I'm give you something to cry about. Boys ain't supposed to be scared. Don't be scared. Da, da, da. And then whenever they are grown men and they don't know any other emotion except anger then the women the woman is mad because he don't know how to show empathy and he doesn't know you know what i'm saying when he's sad he don't know how to cry but you teaching your son to be the same mm-hmm. way so you, you're and, and we wonder why y'all confused out here <laughs> We we'll, you why. know what we we we'll get back to that we we're, okay. we'll definitely cover that um i, I think now like th- those are you know my wants like safety um to feel supported and i like as a man now that i'm maturing i think those things have become more of a need now than a want because when you are in a relationship or whether it's a you know platonic or or romantic you know romantic support and safety to me are the the stepping stone they are the, the the foundation of it because if i don't feel supported in any relationship that i'm in that ain't the right one right <laughs> like that's Absolutely. that's not that's not the right one um and yeah. now like my needs have to encompass something greater than myself yeah. like it has to be bigger than me like i'm looking at when i was 18 i didn't have you know, my mom and my dad didn't set up a plan for me, a fund for me when I went to college. It was pretty much on me. I don't want to re, I don't want to make repeat history with that. Like yeah. when my kids graduate, they'll be straight. Like when my when my 14 year old, when he graduates, my plan now is to make, he, he's straight. When he's 21, he, he won't have to go and say, you know what, let me work hard for these next 10, 15 years so I can buy a house. I want to make sure that I'm doing what I'm doing. I have to do right now. So when he's ready to buy a house, I can do what other people do. I can gift them the money for a house mm-hmm. for a down payment. Mm-hmm. Like now, like my needs are tailored to something greater than myself. Mm-hmm. And I think when we look at it from that standpoint, we look at it like it's bigger than me. So our needs change because the way we see things and the way we do things change. I was actually talking to Nicole yesterday mm-hmm. and I, I listened 
podcast and she said she was talking about how um she the was cleansing. sick. Yeah, she was like yeah. she was sick the way she used to look at it. And it made me think about it. Said so how we see things and the mm-hmm. way we see it changes how we how we react to it, how Absolutely. we deal with it. Yeah. And, yeah. and so now that's how I'm I'm looking at my needs, like how I view it can yeah. change whether it's a want or whether it's a need. Right. Yes. The the way you view it and and the 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 title or um tag that you put on it right like mm-hmm. th- that that is what changes the way that you move after you titled it that so if like when you said your relationship you have to feel supported and safe right mm-hmm. when you say safe you don't mean the woman protecting you Absolutely. you mean you mean her allowing you the space to feel sadness when you're sad absolutely you mean the the safety of you know you can come to her with your fears and not feel like she's going to diminish them because you're you're supposed to be the man absolutely right absolutely. And so i think i think because you put the tag the tag of safety on it and most people's thought of safety is protection Right. Th- they don't understand what you really mean. Right? right. And so so that goes for our own self. What titles and tags are you putting on it? And then whatever that tag and title me is, what is the meaning that you've tied to it? Because then that's the meaning that you're going to run with instead of understanding that that one word could have multiple meanings for different seasons of your life. It doesn't have to tie to that one thing. You can look in the dictionary and, and, you know, since having a teenager, that's what I make her do. Like, we'll if we're reading the Bible or doing a Bible plan and she said, well, what does that word mean? Look it up. Google. Right. Okay. I, you, you know what your, I do that to my sons? I, you got I, your phone them. in your hand. Google the word. And so she was like, she said what one word. I can't remember what it was, but it had multiple meanings like she was scrolling for days multiple <laughs> multiple meanings oh my goodness and she was just like that ain't that's not fair I said what do you mean she's like why does this one word have so many meanings how do you know when to use this word in that I was like oh my good like it's like a light bulb right at, yeah, at, at, yeah. at a teenage um for a teenager that's like a light bulb could you imagine what it does to an adult that already thinks they know but they've never taken the time to explore the multiple mm-hmm. meanings of one word like like in our language or in our like since i've been reading the bible in in for us love just means one thing yeah it's all it's all encompassing no. when you look at when you look at the word for love in uh, Aramaic, it means something total. It it has a multiple. It has multiple meanings. Yes. It doesn't just mean I love you. I'm mm-hmm. in love with you. It mm-hmm. means something totally different. It means it. It's an action. It's mm-hmm. a verb. It is yeah. a, a. It's a description. You know, it's so many different variations of what love means yeah. in other languages. And I think that what you just said was powerful because if we look at the word and how we can utilize the word, yeah the use for the word or use the use for what we're doing, then we'll be able to determine how we can best apply what we're thinking. Come on. To our application. How do you apply it to your life? Don't just observe it. How after you've observed the many meanings, how do you apply? Right? Like what what season are you are you in 
where that word sheds light Absolutely. because that's what you want that that's that's well that's what i hope you want right mm-hmm. is, is to right. shed light but let's just be honest some people like darkness so uh, you do you you about to, you about to start <laughs> <laughs> You're about to start something over here. Let's just be honest. I mean, you know, and 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 it's up to us to determine those people, right? right. And and right. if the people around you are those people, run, right? Run. Learn my lesson from that. Run. <laughs> Learn my lesson from that. So we're gonna do something different. This is the first time that I've actually uh, done this. I've implemented this little one thing. Uh, it, it won't be every episode, but I'm going to play a game because I know that Charlene is a thinker and she likes to think and she's quick because our job is to critically think. So we have this we have this game that we're going to play and it, I'm going to ask her a question and she's going to determine if it's a want or if it's need and you will explain your answer. You ready? Let's go. Let's go. A relationship. Is it a want or a need? Explain your answer. It's a need for a woman because women were not made to be uncovered. Oh, so it's good. a need for a woman. Not even just a relationship, because like I said before, relationships can, can mean, you know, not just romantic, but I think in this context, you were meaning romantic. And so for, for a woman, it is a need because we were not created to be uncovered. Mm. I'll answer that. Um, Depending on what the relationship brings for a man, depend determines if it's a want or a need. If it if it helps me to see myself in the light that I haven't seen myself before, it's definitely a uh, definitely a need, because you are making me become something that I wasn't before. True. Yes. So for a man, any relationship, whether it's romantic or platonic, if you make me see myself better, I've said this for years and i think that now it's starting to make sense like if you can make me see myself in a better light i will change myself you only have to ask me to change. i'll change me because you see something in me that i didn't see in myself mm-hmm. so if i'm better for you if i'm better for me then that makes me better for you mm-hmm. so if if it's a relationship that brings about makes me look internally at myself it's a need, but if it makes me question who I am, it's just a want. Yeah, yeah, it's something physical about that person. Absolutely, absolutely, it's just it's just a, a physical attachment. Yeah, uh, a six figure salary, want or need? I want because I, I mean because for one, it's specific six figures, like right, right. like I mean, so that's a want. Um, a salary. Mm, that uh, ma- making an income is a need it's a necessity for the world that we live in right, right. it's a need um but a six-figure salary that's definitely a want i i agree um i also think that uh the reason why i put that in there and i thought about it after i you know after i i, I did the script having a six-figure salary really won't help you if you don't know how to manage your money Yay! Come on, somebody. <laughs> so, I mean, I I think it's a it's a want to have a six figure salary, but if you have a big enough family, then you know it it'll that may change. It may become a need because you have more people that you need to be accountable for. So yeah. I still say it's it's a want. Mm-hmm. So you know, I put this next one in there for myself, but I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> Red bottoms, <laughs> a want or a need? 
neither. Okay. I don't want them. I don't need them. They can keep them at the stove. Neither. <laughs> and I know that's not popular for women. I know it. And trust me, I, I am a girly girl, but I don't know, no, no. I mean, the price tag, and I heard they uncomfortable. So yeah, what would I heard you, that too. Why yeah, would I you do that? that? No, you yeah. can keep the bottoms and the redness. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I, I'm not, I, I find them, I find them highly attractive. I, I, I like heels on women. I think that's, that's an attractive trait because everybody can't walk in heels. No. I find that that attract you know attractive to me but uh, it's still it's a want I, I think that you can do without it you can women can go to walmart and make it look good like I mean, me exactly you know y'all can go anywhere and make anything look good me and we have a hard time doing that because everything that making walmart out I, I ain't i ain't going up in no job with no no dickies overalls on you get what i'm saying like it's just <laughs> <laughs> you, you draw the line somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we had to cut it somewhere. Okay. Next, <laughs> next question. Your dream car. Is it a want or a need? Uh it's a, a want <clears throat> because that, that's tied to the physical absolute features of the car. Um it, it, living in, in DFW is definitely oh a, a need to have a vehicle. I hate driving. Like it, it's definitely a need to have a, a car, right? Um, but your dream car—that's a want. I I agree. Um, now sometime last year when I when I when I first saw that uh that years by Lamborghini, I, I was like that was I need that in my life. Uh, I saw the price tag and I was like, nah, I just want it, right? <laughs> you just want it, okay? I mean, and and you know, as as exotic as those cars are, have you actually sat in one? I have. It is so have, uncomfortable. It is. It's it's small. It's so tiny. It's 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 made for a slender person, and it's not really made for a tall person either. I would um, never. Uh-uh. Now I ain't gonna lie. Now if I had it, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I probably would now if I had it like that. But now it's, them, it's, it's still it's still a one. Okay, them, last the one. Bentley last truck. One. The, give me a bit. Put a Bentley truck in front of me. We we got a different question. <laughs> different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> last question. That sandwich you've been craving all day is a want or is it a need? Oh, hallelujah! Listen, okay, <laughs> you you didn't hit a button with me. Food <laughs> is everything. That is a need, okay? Because <laughs> it's a need of the food, any type of food for this soul is a need. <laughs> I enjoy food, different kinds of food. You could find me at Chinese place, at a Thai place, at a Cajun place, at, at the, 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 the New Orleans cafe. You can find me anywhere eating some good food. I do Latin food. But you said that sandwich you've been craving all day? Of course it's a need. It's just a sandwich. That means I haven't been eating all day if I'm craving a sandwich. <laughs> oh, that is a need, honey. <laughs> Well, it, it depends on how you look at it. Um, if you were on a diet, it was just a want. Yeah, and I'm supposed to be on a fast right now, but I'm okay right now. Listen, okay. <laughs> I love I love the Lord. I do. <laughs> you and I, my crap. Listen, I'm telling you, my teenager, the, the, the teenager said, that is child endangerment. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> she told me it was child endangerment to make her do a fast. Uh, <laughs> But so we was doing this plant-based diet, yeah. Mm. I 
I mean, some of it is okay. But just to say that you're going to do all plant-based, like every meal, mm. I, I blame that for my sickness this week. Because <laughs> my body was like, what are you doing to me, bro? Like, Man, listen, last, uh, the, what was that? I started this thing with this guy. Uh, it's called the uh, the forty day turn up with Doctor Joe. Listen, <laughs> I think I lost about forty pounds mm. along along with you know like watching no salt, no my intake was great. Um, mm-hmm. I changed the way I only ate sixteen hundred calories a day. Oh, congratulations! Um, That's tough. You're you're a tall guy, man. Listen, I'm. Listen, but I think with that, like after I got off the forty day turn up, I ate a biscuit and threw up like yeah, see, like my life. To, I I felt like I was like Lord, I don't call me. I ain't ready, but I feel like I'm ready right now with this. <laughs> he said, "What's wrong with you going back to carbs after sixteen hundred <laughs> calorie intake?" And, and, and what, what I what I took from that was I didn't feel good when I tried that biscuit, the biscuit mm-hmm. satisfied my, 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 my internal desire, mm-hmm. but it didn't satisfy my body. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. so like now, like I try, I, I try to watch what I put in my, now I ain't gonna lie lately. It's been kind of off, but, and I said, I want to do the 40 day again, but like now I look at food a little different. Now I like what I like, but I also, I also look at my body when I intake things and how it affects my body. Yeah. Yeah, we so that's what I said too. Instead of just going completely plant based, we'll do you know some plant based um, meats when it comes to you know if I'm gonna eat meat, but yeah. the majority have just been fruits and vegetables, and right. and that's sustaining. You know what right. I'm saying? So yeah. yeah, um, I mean that that's what the people lived on before. Absolutely, there was they have all these before yeah crab before there legs was restaurant and, exactly and 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 exotic filet. Yeah. They didn't have all of that. You know, nope, they had an apple. It's yeah, some they survived. They survived. <laughs> <laughs> survive. We have the well. We're only going to do one of the last questions because I think that one of them kind of goes into what uh, something that we discussed already. Okay. So, well, last question. That game was pretty fun. I liked it. It I liked was. It. All right. So, the last question that we'll cover is: as you have aged. Has your wants and needs changed? Had, did they become interchangeable or the value of your wants and needs changed? Yeah, I think that um, the value has changed. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, the, yep. the weight that I put on them. Right. Um, so I'm doing a um, monthly Bible study with just a few of my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I started that this year. We started this month. And one of the topics that we covered this month, well, the topic we covered this month was um, setting goals, um, the importance of goals and accomplishing goals. And when you think about the importance of goals, um, you, for me anyway, I've never thought about it in the sense of putting weight to the goal after you set your goals actually putting weight to each one of them like how much value when i say weight i mean value right how much how much value is this goal going to add to my life in the future um and 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 then if it doesn't like if one of them uh, if one of them doesn't you know add any then it needs to be removed 
So it doesn't need to be a goal. You don't need to spend time on that in that year. Cause like I said earlier, we don't have time to waste. And if right. we don't, if we don't evaluate our goals in that way, um, and then tie them because that's what scripture said, right? Like yep. to, in, in my, in the Bible study, I tied all this back to different scriptures and it's important to, to um, share your plans with God after you've, you know, delighted in him and, and he's giving you the desires of your heart. And then you share your plans back with him. If, if those plans don't add the weight to, to get you to your purpose, you know, to, to the purpose that he has you here for, then it needs to be removed. And then that just frees up more space to add a new one that does, or it gives you more time to accomplish the ones that are still there. That's so I, I think it, it is, as I've aged, is definitely um, added value to the things that I need, but also the things that I want. Because like I said, now I realize that the Lord doesn't just give you the desires of your heart. When you delight in him, he tells your heart what to want. Absolutely. So then your your wants become a need because you delighted in him and, and he because, shared, yeah, he's yep. told you what yep, to what want. you what to want because that's what he wants to give you. Exactly. Yeah. So that's as good. I've gotten older, good. I've realized that the the line that we all use, the God will give you the desires of your heart. We're using that incorrectly. The yeah. scripture says, delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart, which mm -hmm. means you delight in him and he's going to tell your heart what to want. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. I, I, I know that for me, um, my wants and needs have definitely changed. I think now um, walking into my purpose, that has been my thing. My need has a tie back to my purpose. Mm hmm. My need has to be associated with my purpose. It has to bring glory to God, not just to myself. I think that when we are growing and learning the difference between wants and needs, when we want something is significantly applies to us when we want it. It's just, it's, it's just about us. Um, it's just about what we see for ourselves. But when it's a need, it's like I said before, it's something bigger than yourself. And like now my needs have to tie back to what, what God says about me or what God showed me in a vision. My needs have to have to, it's purpose driven. It has to be about purpose because I am here for a purpose, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm yes. here for a purpose, then that means that my need has to be tied to my purpose because I'm only here for a purpose. Yes. Yep. That's, so. that's, that's why you get uh, blessed with a new day. Absolutely. To, to walk in your purpose or to, to get closer to your purpose. Man, this has been a really good convo, Cole. Uh, this is, I say, Cole, uh, Lean, this has been a really good convo because you showed me things that I didn't, I didn't look at it differently, especially what you just said um, about delighting in the Lord. That was really good. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to clip that. That's been, that was really, really good. So yeah. with this convo, what would you like to leave um, with, our, with my listeners about how you assess your wants and your needs? Um, so I would say, you know, most of your listeners probably are parents and they have children, teenage children, you know, children who are about to be teenagers, even, you know, young adult children. Um, 
wants and needs for them are completely different than wants and needs for adults, right? Absolutely. But we have to understand that even young adults, teenagers, and young kids, adolescents, they have wants and needs as well. Right. And so one thing that I would love to leave with your listeners is, as well as yourself, and I believe that you are doing this raising mighty men of valor in the way of teaching them how to distinguish between a want and a need. Absolutely. Um, right. And and pouring into them um, what scripture says about the things that we need to survive, the, right. the reason that we're here on this earth um the reason that he wakes us up every day there's a need that he has for us to accomplish um and so if if you pour that into your children a lot of their wants become they start to kind of mirror their needs right and i'm i'm saying this because i'm recognizing it in my niece as i'm um pouring that into her as I am having her join me in my Bible plans and seeing the questions that she's asking. So I would definitely say to all the listeners and everyone, you know, um, whenever they listen to this on the playback, definitely pay attention to what your children's wants and needs are and then help them align them with what scripture says. And the only way you could do that is if you're in the word. So please get in your word. So that way you know what scripture says and you can help the children figure out how to align their wants and needs with what scripture says. That's good. You know, and and it's crazy that you said that because (laughs) I thought about, what the Bible tells us is say, go to God for everything, everything, and everything, go to God. Right. Yeah. So if that says everything, everything is all encompassing. Yeah. So if I, if, if, if I need to go, if I don't, if I say it's a need for me and if I don't know what I need, why am I trying to go after it? So that means I go to the person that knows what I need. And I think yeah. that now I'm learning now. I said, God, would you put whatever I need in my heart? You, yeah. you tell me what I, cause I, I obviously don't know. <laughs> I, I think that men, man, when I say man, that's, that's you know, female and, and man. Right. Man, when we want something, most times, even if you're in God or even if you're strong in God, sometimes what you want doesn't, it doesn't help everybody else, right? It's, it's for you first and then you will distribute what's left for everybody else. Exactly. I think that like now I'm looking at it like, God, I saw the vision you gave me. I'm working toward the vision, but if there's ever a time that that vision only encompasses myself, take it from me. Mm. That, that took, oh my God, like growth because I'm like, God, <laughs> I'm like, Lord, I know what you showed me. I know what you, you told me. I know what you said to me. Mm-hmm. It's getting stronger and it's getting louder. I said, but if there ever comes a time where I stop making it about you, take it from me. Yeah. And and you said, excuse me, you said something earlier too about purpose, right? Right. And I feel like, you know, the, the Holy Spirit gave to me a revelation on purpose and, and not everyone may believe it. I, like I said, he gave it to me and I like to share the things that I feel like he's sharing with me. So mm-hmm. purpose for everyone is the same to bring people to God through Christ. Yep. That is the purpose of 
all of our lives. Every man, woman, boy, girl, if you are blessed to wake up every day, that's your purpose. The differences are the gifts that he gave us. So your gift to accomplish that purpose is different from mine. So those are the differences in each of us. But our purpose is the same. So when people say, you know, I don't know, I have to figure out what my purpose is. I don't know my purpose. I encourage them, get in the word. Because what you'll start to see is we all have the same purpose because he gave us all the same 24 hours in a day. He gave us all the same seven days of a week. If if your purpose was different from mine, you would have more hours in a day. Right. If your purpose was different from mine, you would have more days in a week. You don't. No, we all have the same seven days, 24 hours, right? So right. It, it's the gift that he gave you it, that is different from every person. But our the purpose is the same. And that gift you're supposed to use to help you in your purpose. Absolutely. So the question is, what is my gift? Right. Not what is my purpose? You know, when you were talking, God gave me this little revelation. He said, everybody has the same purpose. He said, but the di- one of the differences that he was, I was hearing was, is who your purpose to. Yes. Yes. That, that gift. <laughs> exactly. Understanding that your gift is going to put you in rooms that other people won't go to. Exactly. And, and, and I think that now I'm learning that my voice won't get me all the way where I need to go. It's some, it's some places that God is going to have to take me that I can't speak my way into. I can't think my way into. I can't be good enough to get myself into it because if I do it myself, then that means that I leave God out of it. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> and, and we and we we can't leave him out of it at all. Like at the way all, this world any, is going, you can't leave him out of it at, at all. At, so. at, at any cost. I if, if there's anything that I'd like to leave for my listeners is when you are evaluating and trying to differentiate between what a want and a need is, take you out of it and put God in it. He'll tell you what to want. He'll tell you what a what a want is. And sometimes his wants are a need. And I didn't realize that until right now. Like, like sometimes God's wants for you is a need. Yeah. Because if he wants it for you, he needs you to do it. He needs you to do something in order to get to what he wants you to have. And I, I just learned that like a couple months ago, like, and I, when I was thinking about this, cause I've been thinking about this subject for a while. And I guess, I guess God had to let me see certain things before we were able to do it. When God wants something from you, it's a need attached to it. Good. Well, I'm going to uh, give you your, you can, you can leave yourself or leave your, contact information with people because you have a great voice you can leave you you know your pain handles uh for my listeners they want to reach out to you want to connect with you and just go from there give my listeners you know like your your pain handles your social media handles so they can reach out to you if they need to okay uh family so i can be i'm on ig mo, mo, um, mostly ig um you can reach me at lean wit underscore it lean with it with the underscore in between so it's l-e-n-e-w-i-t underscore i-t um i'm very active on there always sharing things um and and you know encouraging people the best way that i can like i said i love to share what the lord shares with me 
Um, I am also, like I said, I'm starting a um, monthly Bible study. So I plan to open it up to more um, people, but this was the first month and, and I'm getting, you know, really good feedback. So I really hope that I can, um, or I'm praying to, to um, be able to hope, open it up to more uh, listeners and, and participants um, throughout this year. So definitely, you know, reach out to me on IG. Um, and I'd love to connect with y'all. Thank you so much, Lante. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Thank you so much for being on Modernize. This has been another amazing episode. Um, thank you again for listening. And I will try to leave people with, with something um, that's on my heart. Um, I think that the word for this year for me is intentionality. Um, it's be intentional about who you surround yourself with. Be intentional about the people that you love. Be intentional about the way that you give love. And always, always, always be with you all to proceed. Because at the end of every day, that is always the modern's way. It's modern.